1: Shot from Cole, tipped down in front, they score! Jasper Foss knocked it in, but that's going to be whistled down as it was knocked down by a high stick by Andre Svechnikov before it was touched by a Canuck player. So good play to knock it down, but wave the goal off. Well, it's given a shoulder by Stahl. That creates a turnover for the Canes for the moment. And Tyler Myers tries to clear. He does. but gets past Smith. Mott gets to it. Mott coming in two-on-one. Ronto with the save. Still loose. And Smith with a great stick to poke that away as Justin Dowling, who'd been inserted into the lineup, had a glorious opportunity. And now the Canes. Slavin. Back into the yeah. Vancouver zone. Vancouver. What a move by Jacob Slavin. Shot right on and depth With the excellent catching glove. Takes that one away from Jacob Slavin. But what a move by the Canes defenseman. Tyler Myers. The big defenseman has it. He takes three strides. He's in the Canes zone. Now we're going to back out. Score Patterson. Set up for alias Patterson. He goes top corner. Vancouver with a 2-0 lead here in the second period. Paynes drifting in, Jarvis Natchez back in, scores! Highlight, real goal! Naughty by Natchez in the Canes, right back in this one. They're down two to one. Now Horvat's got a step. He's it out. Ronta. Huge save. Auntie Ronta with a glove. Now back out in front. Dickinson can't control the rebound. He'll pitch that wide. Canes will live to play on. Does this puck it back into the Vancouver. Dickinson speeds it. His shot's snapped on Ronta save. Two saves. Auntie Ronta mercy. Keeping Carolina in this one. Setnikov back. Carolina, Vinan has it, back to Slavin, Slavin to Vinan. five seconds left, sending it across for Dages, he can't handle it, two seconds left, Vancouver will sweep this to the Canes zone, and this game is over, Carolina threw everything they had at the Canucks in that final two minutes, but they couldn't find the equalizer, and the Canes will lose their first game on this five-game road trip.
0: This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold.
2: Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I'm Adam Gold. Didn't go well in Vancouver. They lose 2-1, a shorthanded Hurricanes unit could not find the mark on Thatcher Demko uh, as Carolina played hard, uh, threw everything at him. Couldn't get it at the, in the end. Uh, we're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it, so if you need siding, if you need uh, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, they've got it all. All you got to do is go online for free-no-obligation estimate at Aluminum Company. Dot com. So, uh, first loss in the nation of Canada this year for the Carolina Hurricanes. They had won in Montreal. They won in Winnipeg. They won in Calgary. They won in Edmonton. Could not win in Vancouver. Canucks 4-0 under Bruce Boudreaux. He took over this week. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's funny because I, I think I was it was Tuesday, was it? I'm listening to an interview uh, with uh, Boudreaux on an NHL radio. It, it might have been Monday. And he was, later that day, was named head coach of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, absolutely remarkable. Anyway, uh, no Sebastian Ajo tonight. Uh, illness, at this point, they don't think it's COVID uh, because there has been the flu basically running through the team. Uh, they're certainly hopeful it's not covid uh, he has not yet tested positive, so he can fly to Minnesota with the team. But if they get to Minnesota and he's positive there, then he will stay in Minnesota for another 10 days. Uh, and I'm not saying that's a terrible thing to be in Minnesota, uh, but doesn't make a difference where you are. You can be in the greatest place in the world. Uh, if uh, he tests positive in Minnesota, he has to stay in a hotel room in Minnesota. For 10 days. And frankly, uh, this team doesn't want to lose Sebastian Ajo for 10 days. So let's all keep our fingers and toes crossed uh, that it ultimately is not COVID. But remember, uh, the Hurricanes have had a whole bunch of players sick uh, and they haven't tested positive for uh, the coronavirus. Ethan Baer did, uh, Brett Pesci and Tony D'Angelo did. They, By the way, they believe that those instances are uh, unrelated and the Hurricanes didn't have any other. Positive COVID test uh, off of D'Angelo and Pesci, who will both be back in the lineup. By the way, when the Hurricanes skate in Minnesota on Tuesday, uh, so let's. I think there was actually plenty to like about today's game. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not bent out of shape by the loss. We'll talk about a lot of it, uh, and then, as I promised, we'll uh, we'll go to some questions uh, for things and maybe some other things that came up uh, during the game. So, again, I thought there was a lot to like about the game. Remember, no Sebastian Aho, So, uh, I mean, Carolina's got plenty of centers. Uh, Stahl actually moved up and played with Tara and Nita Ryder in the first two periods. Uh, it didn't really work well. Uh, so, uh, Rod kind of juggled some things uh, going forward. Uh, but, uh, so Stahl, Trocek, Kokodiemi, and Stepan moved back over to the center uh center spot and uh, they went they they don't have an extra forward with them they they have an extra defenseman so they played eleven and seven tonight and uh that's not why they lost. I know people don't like eleven and seven. It's not it's never by choice. Uh but uh but that's what they did tonight. Anyway, Antiranta, great, twenty four saves, ton of huge stops, probably deserved better in this game. Uh really kept Carolina in it. Uh midway, you know, well, really the entire third period, he made tons of huge saves uh, just to give Carolina a chance. Uh, but they just couldn't find the second goal. They got the one from Natchez, as you heard, uh, fairly early in the second period, third period rather, uh, but they couldn't get another one to go. and They had plenty of opportunities. It, w- it seemed like it was one of those nights where the puck was just like in tight to your body, couldn't get on get it on your stick. Uh, it was on your backhand when you needed it on your forehand. Just those types of things. Just one of those games where the puck luck didn't go your way. Uh, but Ranta, really good in this game. Yes, Perry, Code, Canemi, Martin, Nature, Seth Jarvis. That was Carolina's best line tonight. They were excellent all night long. Code Kanemi played nearly eighteen minutes. Uh, Nature's was over twenty minutes. Uh, very good, uh, really. All three guys. Uh, that was the combination on the goal. Kukiniemi, uh with a good physical play at his own end. Uh, Jarvis gets the puck out to the on the left hand side. He he feathers a uh, uh, a saucer pass to Natchez, who goes forehand backhand uh, over the uh, blocker of Demko to make it two one. And Carolina's got a ton of momentum. Uh, they, just, uh, they just couldn't sustain it. They ultimately got a power play, uh, but the power play was eh. Uh, and I think this is probably where maybe Carolina's weariness, if there was any, showed up. So they win 2 faceoffs right away. Uh, Coach Kniemi wins the face-off twice on the left dot, uh, but Carolina doesn't get the puck. They were just a little slow reacting, and Vancouver was quicker reacting. They did not play last night. And uh, so you win two draws, but you don't maintain possession of the puck, and it gets shot down uh, the ice. Now, they eventually, uh, the first unit eventually did get a couple of good looks, uh, but then when the second unit came on, the second unit has really, really struggled of late, uh, and I didn't think the second unit was very good. Uh, Svechnikov, Trochek, Jesper Foss for two periods was an excellent line. Uh, we're going to talk about Svechnikov here in a second. Uh, got you a feel, for, feel for the guy, man. Uh, cause he's playing really well. Uh, but they couldn't get a puck to go in. And, uh, then in the third period, uh, Rod flipped, uh, Svechnikov to a different line. And he had Stahl playing with Nino and, uh, uh, Jesper Foss. it's a line that w- when Carolina in the beginning of the year before Nino got hurt, that line was playing excellent, excellent hockey, uh, but honestly I think tonight was really about uh, more more about a desperate Canucks team uh, again, just fired their coach you bring in Bruce Boudreaux, Jim Rutherford is now the uh, executive vice president You know he's going to be GM for a, a short period of time until they hire one uh, but Look, is a good coach. Uh, they're selling out right now. 24 blocks. Tucker Pullman had seven blocks on his own. Uh, so that was that was the difference in the game. Uh, they capitalized on a couple of opportunities, uh, one in the first, another in the second. They didn't get a ton of chances uh on Carolina. Carolina had the better scoring chances. Um whether you look at it analytically or you just watch the game, you could tell. It's not that Vancouver didn't have great chances; they did, uh, but Carolina had more of them. They just couldn't get them to go. They did, you know, what they did to Anton Forsberg, what they did to Brayton Holtby, uh, what they have done to other goalies. They just they peppered the goalie in the chest with the puck, and some you have to miss the goalie. You can't score if you don't miss the goalie, and they just hit him right in the chest. Jordan Stahl had a couple of great opportunities uh, and just put it right in the C, and that whatever that C is on the Canucks uniform, he put it right in there, right in the middle of the C. Uh, just to you know kind of explain the the difference in Vancouver uh, since the, uh, the firing of Travis Green and the elevation of Bruce Boudreaux to head coach. Uh, Brock Besser three goals in four games. Besser has had a rough year, I mean a very very rough year. He's got seven goals on the season, three of them in the last four games. He's you know arguably not even I don't think it's arguable. He's their best player, right? Uh, so Brock Besser has struggled. Um, J T. Miller has points in all four games, a goal and four assist. Travis De- Tra- Thatcher Demko's in net for all four games, all four wins. He's allowed just five goals, so things are going well uh, for them. I I've been saying this for two years, but I picked Vancouver to win the division last year. I mean, they they have talent, a, a ton of talent. It's just been a it's been a rough go for a lot of their best players, uh, but they've got a ton of talent, man. I would not be surprised if Vancouver went on a little run uh, and uh, threatened a playoff spot there. I mean, I think they're that good. Uh, and Demko's a really good goaltender. Uh, if the, they don't have a great defense, but they don't have a bad one, um, so look, I, I just think they're a good team. Um, but anyway, they're playing better. Uh, but again, Carolina played well tonight. You know, they, you know, maybe they were a little bit mentally tired because they did make some mistakes, and we'll explain those in a second uh, as we talk about the two Vancouver goals. Uh, Jacob Slavin only played. 27 minutes and four seconds that's it only 2704 tonight so in the four games in Canada on this road trip 119 minutes and 12 seconds so uh 48 seconds short of two hours <laughs> oh what a guy uh Ian Cole played 22 minutes flat tonight Brady Shea played 1943 uh, uh, so uh, those are the three guys who logged the most minutes. Uh, for Carolina on the blue line. Uh, But as I said before, Andre Svechnikov, real quick before we get to the uh, Vancouver goals. Andre Svechnikov is going to score. I'm confident because he's playing too well right now. Andre played a good game again tonight. He just didn't get a goal. I mean, he had, gosh, he had so many scoring chances, I thought. uh, But he just didn't get one to go. And he's going to get him. Uh, he he nearly got one in the last 15 seconds. I, I think you heard uh, the in the, the final call of the game. The uh, he had a great move down the right side. It was the second one of those uh, in the game where he then he cuts back in front. Uh, and whether he lost control of the puck or Demko tipped it or you know poked it away or whatever, uh, it just didn't get just didn't get through. Uh, but he's playing well. He's playing a big physical game, and as long as he continues to do that, uh, then he'll be okay, and he'll get his goals. Uh, But he only had two shots on goal, but he had uh, four scoring chances. That last one, high danger. Um, He's been good, so I'm not not worried about Andrei Svechnikov. They're going to start going in at some point, uh, and they're going to go in by the bushel. Uh, So he's going to get going. I, I have no doubt about it at all. I'm far more concerned about Jordan Stahl, even though he's not supposed to score goals. Uh, it's either 19 or 20 games. I think it's 20 games down without a goal. Or is it 19? It's it's a lot. It's too many. He hasn't scored since October. Nothing in November. And we are halfway through December, just about. And bupkis for Jordan Stahl. And he plays too many minutes, and he plays in the power play. Uh, and it's really hard at some point... At some point, Rod might have to make a move and take Jordan Stahl off the second power play unit, especially the, with the way Yasperi Kokiniemi is playing. And he's a physical. Uh, KK's a physical player. So it's just something to keep in mind. It's something to keep in mind. And the other thing you could do with Svechnikov, by the way, uh, even though other lines have worked out, you know, it might be it might be time to get Andre going with Sebastian and Tevo Teravan. And get him going, and then then you can spread him out like Rod really wants to. Uh, he doesn't want to load up with one line. He doesn't want to be a Boston Bruins team that only gets scoring from their top line, and nothing else is consistently good. Um, so maybe you you go from uh, you go go from SAT, and then you can spread those guys out. But uh, Andre's playing well, so we're not going to be concerned with Andre Svechnikov. Okay? Is that fair? Good. All right. Uh, by the way, Seth Jarvis played well tonight. It's nice to see him uh, play well. And uh, and Martin Natchez, as, as we pointed out, played over 21 minutes tonight and uh, was one of the best players on the ice in that line, uh, was consistently good with Kilkeny, Natchez, and Jarvis. Uh, it was good to see Seth Jarvis uh, make a bunch of plays tonight. But Kane's mistakes led to both goals. Jordan Stahl won a battle behind the net, then lost a puck battle in the corner. Uh, and it just kind of, he he could have cleared the zone, but he, he didn't get anything on it. And the puck just kind of uh, drifted up the the left wall. Brady Shea was there, uh, and Shea and Stahl together couldn't do anything with the puck. They were pressured. Uh, and ultimately, it caroms off Stahl's skate to Brock Besser, who sort of played uh catch back and forth with JT Miller, put uh Jalen Chatfield uh, in a blender. He's going back and forth. Who do I get? Who do I get? Uh finally Miller passed it back to Besser in the slot, one nothing in the first period. Carolina was the better player, better team. Carolina's a better team in the first period. Uh, and they trailed one nothing, the goal coming uh at 1829. So uh, 91 seconds left in the period. That late goal uh, gave Vancouver a bunch of momentum. But Carolina was still pretty good in the second. I mean, they weren't bad. I, I don't think Carolina was really bad at any point in this game. It, the puck just, if if anything, they might have been, oh, I don't know, too anxious. But Carolina was good. Uh, anyway, Canes misplay the puck. Uh, in the second period, about midway through, seven forty-four of the period, uh, Ian Cole's trying to get the puck ahead uh, uh, to uh, Naitch's, Kodekiniemi, and uh, Jarvis, and the puck gets intercepted. Uh, Tyler Myers went the other way. You heard the goal, uh, and ultimately, Elias Petterson, Elias Petterson just uh, went upstairs on Ranta, and it's two nothing. Uh, and, again, Carolina's been pretty good, but they trail 2-0. Uh, and then they finally get the goal from Natchez, which is a really nice play. Goat Kanami makes a play at his own end. Uh, Natus makes – rather, uh, Jarvis makes the pass to Natchez, and credit to Mike Metaskalco for the naughty by Natchez, uh reference. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for it. I just wasn't quick enough. I've been I've been sitting on it. I've got my own. I've got my Jarvis-less uh, You know, Alec has his uh, infredulous, infredible, uh, but uh, naughty by nature is excellent. Uh, Are you down with... uh, Never mind. So, they played well. They lost the game. I think we can all deal with it, right? Uh, The Canes are now 19-7-1. They are 12-4-1 on the road, and they will wrap up the road trip Tuesday night in Minnesota, Brett Pesci and Tony D'Angelo scheduled to rejoin the team and draw back into the lineup. They have been skating for the last several days. Uh, So we'll see what what kind of condition they are in for game play. Uh, But I'm sure both will be able to go anywhere between uh, 15 and 20 minutes, and that'll be welcome. And then if I had to guess, I would say that uh, barring illness, you'll see uh, Brendan Smith and Jalen Chatfield both come out of the lineup. Obviously, Max LeJoie as well. And if Sebastian Ajo can't go in Minnesota, I won't be surprised to see Carolina call up a forward from the minor leagues. I don't think that Jordan Martinook is ready to go yet at all, uh, so they might have to call up a forward. It'll be interesting to see who that might be, uh, but we'll worry about that when uh when we get closer to it it might be what uh, CJ Smith somebody like that just to uh to run around uh on the fourth lot i did say we were going to get to some uh some questions but before we do that um this is not part of the uh part of the q and a if 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 i if i can convey anything and nobody wants to tell fans not to be fans but if I can convey anything, it would be let's not treat every game like it's a referendum. Let, let's not look at a game like tonight where again Carolina played well enough to win and just didn't. I mean they weren't great they weren't perfect but they played well enough to win I'm not'm compl- I'm not I'm not in any way uh bummed other than the fact you you want to get a win. But we can't see a game like this and say, I think Carolina needs another top six forward who can score. Svech, Nino, Trocek, Natchez, just not contributing. Yes, I believe Carolina should find a player who can play in front of Andre Svechnikov, Martin, Fitz <laughs> Vincent, Trocek, Nino, Nino, Oh, gosh, come on. Please, people. not every You're not going to win them all. It was a joke when we were doing it. Remember, you can't go eighty-two and zero without going eight and zero. We always knew that was going to fall apart. So come on, we got to stop that. We we have to stop the every game is a referendum on everything about this team. Um, all right, with that uh, with that said, let's add, let's ask a uh, let's answer a couple of questions, shall we? Uh, so. Uh, I did say we're going to do a little Twitter Q&A. The answer to my friend Corey, uh, will we ever sleep again, is no. Uh, Not today, Zerg, as uh, our friend Buzz Buzz Lightyear would say. Uh, This was the last, I think it was the last Pacific time game of the year. I think there's still one in Arizona. There's still one in uh, Colorado. And there's still one in St. Louis, so we'll do Mountain Time twice. I think Arizona is now on Mountain Time, uh, and uh, we'll do Central Time one more time, and that's it. And then everything else is in the well, of course, in Minnesota on uh, Tuesday. And by the way, that's an ESPN Plus exclusive, so it will it will not be Mike and Trip and Abby uh, for that one. So I don't know who's doing the game for ESPN Plus. Uh, so, we're done with, uh, we have just, th- after Tuesday, we'll have three more non-East Coast games. Yeah. All right. Uh, to the Q&A. Uh, from Matt, uh, who says he's an estranged Canes fan who won't finance them. Okay. Rank the following demon on how likely they are to be in the top six when everyone is healthy and able. Chatfield, D'Angelo, LeJois, Cole. He assumes Slavin, Pesci, Shea, and Bear are no-brainers. Um, so are Lejoie and Cole. I'm, I'm sorry, so, so are D'Angelo and Cole, Matt. <laughs> That's their top six. This ain't hard. Uh, I think Jalen Chatfield has a future. I do uh, with this organization. Uh, Lejoie, to me, is a uh, profile at best as a seventh defenseman. I mean, it's not, I think there's something to uh, Max Lejoie, and you can certainly step into your lineup uh, and, uh, and get you out of a game or a couple of games, but I don't think uh, he's going to be a regular in the NHL. I think Jalen Chatfield has a chance to be a third pair. Guy skates well, plays a physical game. I think uh, has a uh, has a nose for offense. So I, I I mean, I think Chatfield can play, Um, but I don't believe that he's going to be part of this group barring injury. Uh, But that's an easy one. Um, And look, I'm not sure that Bear is a top four uh, defenseman right now for this team. Uh, I do believe D'Angelo has played way better than anybody thought he would. So, um, now, Bear might play with Slavin. Might go back to playing with Slavin when uh, everybody, you know, when they've got their full compliment on the blue line. But Bear only played nine minutes tonight, nine and a half minutes or so. So, I think he was the lowest, uh, either he or Lejoie, among defensemen. Uh, now they had seven defensemen, but still. You would think that Bear would have played more than that. Ian Cole played 22 minutes tonight after playing almost 26 the other night. All right, moving on to uh, Erdaves. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, What are your thoughts on the introduction of gambling into the NHL? Um, Well, I don't think we've just introduced it. Uh, Gambling in the NHL has been around for a long time. Um, Gambling on everything has been around for a long time. Uh, but I appreciate the fact that the NHL uh, and every sports league has embraced what everybody understands is really commonplace. Gambling on sports has been around forever. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure they. I'm sure when they were oiling each other up uh, for the ancient Olympic games, people were placing bets. I mean, why are we? Why does anybody? Why does anybody get bent out of shame about that? I'm not saying uh Erdaves does. Um, but I am all for uh gambling, talking about it. Uh hey, it wouldn't bother me if they mentioned it, you know, during the course of play, and they sometimes they do. So it's okay. It's good. Uh the, the, the NHL, there are not too many not too many ways you can bet. You bet on the winner, and then there's the uh over, under on goals. I guess there is a goal line you can bet. You can you could have taken, say, uh, the Hurricanes minus a goal and a half tonight. So, I mean, there's no such thing as minus a half a goal because that's just a win. Uh, you could have done that if you had if you had the Hurricanes uh, minus a goal and a half in Edmonton Saturday night, then you would have uh, you would have won that bet. Uh, but I'm all about it. It's just uh, it, NHL is not necessarily the best sport in the world to bet, but. It's not like football. Football is the easiest sport in the world to bet. I've always said that that's one of the things uh, about it. Er, Actually, Erdaves has another question. Let's get to it. What's the correct procedure for feedback regarding game officiating? Uh, No one seems to have laid that out. Uh, I guess uh, Sarah Sivian, our friend from The Athletic, randomly mentioned on her her podcast last week that the Canes and Rod Brendamore may be appealing his fine is that true? Um, I'm going to say this. I've spoken to Rod about it. Um, I think way too much has been made about this. I mean, no offense. I mean, but Rod got fine. Okay, let's move on. Keep it moving, man. Uh, he he got he berated an official. The NHL didn't like it, so he took he he took a twenty five thousand dollar fine that Tom Dundon paid for him. Rod ain't paying that fine. Dundon's going to pay the fine. Um, we spend way too much time worrying about the officials, way too much time in all sports. It's annoying, frankly. So I I mean, I I get I get unsympathetic when it comes to the officiating. Uh, they they miss calls. Yes, they miss calls. And if you want to believe that uh, there is uh, I don't know, a vendetta or some sort of a slant against Carolina, I, I mean, I can't stop you from believing that. Uh, I don't think Carolina has gotten any breaks with officiating, certainly not any uh, to the degree that they've gotten uh, some bad calls against them. I still can't believe they looked at the Vincent Trocheck video against Boston and they hit on Tage Thompson and still gave him five a five-minute major at a game uh, when the entire situation was... Uh, you know, caused by Tej Thompson stopping and turning back into Trocek. I mean, it's just a joke that that was a uh, major in a game. Uh, and yes, the Hurricanes have been called for embellishment three times this year. And we have seen situations where clearly the opposition dives and it's not called. But to think that those are intentional is another story altogether. So I just don't think this is a this is an issue. Uh, and I don't know who Rod would appeal the fine to, because it was handed down from the league. So if you appeal to, to the league, they're not going to they're not going to say, you know what, we were wrong. So uh, again, I hate being unsympathetic to these things, but I'm largely unsympathetic to it. Uh, Randall, who should the Canes be targeting before the trade deadline? I'll tell you what, Randall, I am going to answer this with the next question. And uh, Air Dave's had a lot of questions. (laughs) Uh, Kane's biggest strength. Kane's biggest weakness. And then a funny one. What on earth is a bay window? I'm sorry, a bow window. A bow window is a, like, you normally would have these in, uh, like, a a living room or a den or a sitting room. And a bow window is a curved window with a little bit of a ledge inside. It sort of sits out from the house. That's a bow window. A bay window is a boxed window of the same kind. Kind of sits out from the house and is a little ledge there. You can even put some cushions, maybe sit on it. Uh, It's very nice. Uh, Anyway, so Cain's biggest strength. Um... I mean, it's it's easy to say, like, skill. But I'm going to say I think their biggest strength is team defense. For the most part, all of Carolina's forwards are good defensively. For for the most part. Now, that's not across the board all the time. But if you get the Canes playing their game, uh, their guys are good on the forecheck. And their guys are responsible getting back defensively. They're good back-checking. Uh, they're good in the corners. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is a great example. Uh, he is uh, as complete a center as there is in the league. I'm not saying that he's more complete, but there is nobody. I mean, he's just he's a 200-foot player. Uh, so I think that's their biggest strength, team defense. Their biggest weakness, I think, is this. And I think you saw it when they played Washington. I think you saw it when they played San Jose. Uh, And I think you saw it when they played Dallas. I think Carolina can be pushed around a little bit. So, to me, when you get to the playoffs, those types of things tend to be a thing. However... I think in the Eastern Conference, the only team that really concerns me who plays that type of hockey, well, Tampa does, but I don't think Tampa's necessarily a big physical team. They're just a physical team, uh, and they have the best goaltender on earth. Florida can play a big game. Uh, But Washington concerns me because Washington really, I think, Kind of intimidated Carolina a little bit with their physicality, so that to me is their biggest weakness. That I think you can, I think you can be physical with them. A, a minor one is that I don't think Carolina is as quick on the back end. Uh, I think they're good skaters, but I think that you could get behind their defense, especially uh, Cole, um, and to an extent Bear. I think Bear's a good player, but I don't think Bear's real fast. Uh, So that'll be interesting to see um, if they decide to add. Well, first of all, every team should, if you have a chance to win a cup, every team should add NHL uh, depth of the blue line. I know Carolina has Brendan Smith, but you could have another one. You're not going to get hurt with another one. Uh, So I would add uh, another one. Uh, I also think that at some point they'll probably – try to add, as long as they have the cap room, and right now they don't, but by the end of the year, as you accumulate some cap space, deadline space, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, added uh, a forward that can play in their top nine that has a little, uh, can play a physical game. Um, but, and, and if you're asking me who, I couldn't even venture a guess as to who right now. But I think that's something they might try and target, but it also depends on how a lot of other players are playing. So, cause right now there's not a lot of room at the end, right? It just isn't. There's just no place. There's no spot in the top nine for somebody to play. So there you go. I thought that was fun. Uh, We'll do this again. Uh, I am Adam Gold. This is the Canes Corner Podcast. We invite you to uh, give us a rating and a review Wherever you get your podcast, let us know what you think, because why not? Uh, we like the feedback. We are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. If you like a good bow window, you know, that curved window that sits out from, like, your sitting room, your living room, maybe you put some cushions on it. You can get a free no-obligation estimate online at AluminumCompany.com. Sammy and his crew do a great job. Until after the Canes Battle the Wild on Tuesday, I'm Adam. See ya.
0: This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at Wralsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts.